I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. So today we get a decisive, a resounding answer uh, to two questions that many of us most want uh, to ask of God. Uh, does God care and is he powerful? And uh, what we see is that, yes, God does care and yes, God is powerful. And what we see is that uh, this man has leprosy, a disease that eats away at one's skin and dulls at one's senses. We see in verse 12, when he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Uh, He has this amazing faith there to fall at the feet of Jesus, knowing that Jesus can heal him. And Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. We don't know why uh, for some people, uh, the healing that they long to see in their lives, the, the physical healing they long to see in their lives, Uh, isn't healed in this life. Um, We know that there are sicknesses that aren't healed. Uh, But we go on praying. Uh, John Wimber said that we used to pray for no one to be healed and no one was healed. Now we pray for everyone to be healed and some people are healed. And uh, despite that tension of of knowing that uh, there are sicknesses that aren't healed uh, in this life, uh, we know we can have confidence from this passage that Jesus reaches out to us. He isn't scared of touching us and he provides us with the ultimate uh, healing that we need, the ultimate cleansing that we need. He provides the healing that we need for relationship with him. Um, we can see that, that the man can now go to the temple. Um, and so when we can't uh, do anything for ourselves, even when we're numbed, uh, the good news is that God can bring his healing to us. Uh, Jesus enables this man to be in relationship with God um, where he previously wouldn't have been able to and he enables this man to be in relationship with others as well where he would have been societally uh, shunned and in our series on Sundays at the moment churches for everyone um, we can see that Jesus actions towards us uh, lead us to actions towards others too Uh, I mentioned just before John Wimber John Wimber um, spoke about how he spent Uh, hours and hours and hours praying. He prayed um, for six months to begin to see healings in the community that he was in, and he didn't see anyone get healed. And then he finally saw breakthrough. And he says that the the day that he first uh, saw a miracle of uh, God healing someone, uh, he he sensed God also give him a vision. And the vision was a picture of the sky transformed into a great honeycomb. And honey was dripping from the comb and landing all over the ground. And he felt God say to him, "Um, that's a picture of my mercy, John. You don't need to ever beg me for healing again. And so, you know, this man begs Jesus for mercy. And yet John Wimber saying here um, that God was telling him that we don't need to beg from God. Um, What we learn is that God is so powerful. um, And although we don't always see his healing, we know his ability to heal. And we know that he is caring, that he is willing, um, that Jesus is willing and um, that, that we rest in God's character when it comes to seeing uh, the healing that we long to see. 
And what we see is that Jesus uh, was not wanting the news about him to, to, to travel just yet. He was a man who was moved with compassion for another man. It was, it was as simple as that, that Jesus was moved with compassion and he was longing to heal um, for the person in front of him. And yet um, what we see in verse 15 is the news about Jesus spread all the more so the crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their illnesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Yesterday Josh uh, spoke to us about the moment when Jesus calls us and uh, if you remember the moment when Jesus called you. And this morning I thought it would be interesting to just look a bit at what it looks like for those of us who have been called by Jesus and uh, actually trust in Jesus' willingness towards us and uh, people who are willing to help others. Uh, because I think all the people on this call are people that are willing to be used by God and willing to serve others and willing to see uh, God's ministry uh, reach all people. And what we see in this moment is that um, we see the crowd clamoring um, for more from Jesus, singing Jesus' praises. Uh, but instead of, of seizing the moment and capitulating to the demands of the crowd, uh, what we see is that Jesus is, is in the habit of, he would often uh, go and withdraw. And that Jesus was uh, resting from busyness, yes, but he was also resting from um, the spotlight and he was praying. And he knew that the real action of God is behind the scenes, in the presence of his Father. And that's where we get perspective on our ministry. That's where we get our direction from God, um, from the people that God is calling us to minister to. And so you get this tension that even though Jesus' love uh, knows no boundaries whatsoever, he is a human being also needed boundaries. And for us too, it's pastorally healthy for us to have boundaries because we are not superhuman. And um, just like Jesus, we also need to withdraw. Uh, this new age that we're living in with uh, sort of constant 24-7 connectivity, uh, digital world that we're in, the expectations are huge. And the expectations are huge uh, on followers of Jesus. And there's always more people to minister to. Um, there's always more needs to meet. In his new book, uh, A Non-Anxious Presence, the, the Melbourne pastor Mark Sayers uh, speaks about how we can do this. And he writes about how until, uh, until leaders, until uh, those in Christian ministry take the pressure off of themselves to have all the answers and to be perfect, um, that they will never radiate a non-anxious presence in the world. And he writes about how the best thing that we can do um, for the people that we're ministering to, for our business, our family, friends, is to point people uh, to the stronghold of Jesus Christ. And um, that the best thing that we can do is to rest, is to rest in Jesus and to exude a non-anxious presence and others will surely follow. And this is, this is, this is so important because um, our ministry, what God calls us to as followers of him, as, as his holy priests, is not a case of effort. It's not a case of um, praying exactly the right prayer for exactly the amount of time uh, that we need to. It is simply a case of realising the truth, grabbing hold of the truth of who Jesus is. And, and, and our faith expands as we come to recognise God as the faithful one who we minister through. We prayed before that prayer from the prayer book. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than either we desire or deserve. Pour down upon us the abundance of your mercy. 
And so when it comes to the things that we long to see in our own lives, when it comes to the things that we long to see uh, in the lives of others, the help that others are looking to get from us, it is always a case of grace. Amen. Amen.